Oh, they just run a screenplay that, you know, everybody else in the league runs. And um, I found myself behind the ball carrier. And basically, so I'm in a blind spot where he doesn't see me. Um, so that's an opportunity where you can punch at the ball. And, and you know, when, when a guy sees you coming, usually they tighten up and they'll protect the football. But if they don't feel you there, um, usually that ball is a little loose. And I just punch at, the, the you know, his elbow and the ball's on the ground. Then you got other guys that are around the football because they're trying to make the tackle. D'Amico does a good job of jumping on it protecting the ball under the pile and, and coming up with it. We heard that you guys as a defense set a goal of three turnovers or takeaways a game. Coming into the season, how big of a goal was that for you guys to focus on? That's it's probably the number one thing we wanted to do is take the ball away um, at an alarming rate. And, and three is really a high bar when you talk about per game. But um, obviously, it's, it's something that we feel like we can accomplish, and especially uh, with as much emphasis as we put on it throughout the week and during training and during training camp and off season, we feel like um, if we can if we can accomplish that as a defense, we give our team a, a really good chance of winning a game. I mean, whenever you get players of their caliber back, it, it just makes you better, um, you know. So, but we also had guys step in and. and play huge for us, Jordan Hicks being uh, the main one. Um, Najee Good came in and played well for us, and especially uh, with D'Amico, uh, I don't know what his status is, but having a tweak of his hamstring or whatever it is, to get those guys kind of back into the, the mix is obviously good for us. What do you see from, from your perspective uh, on, on why that's been? I think we take it personal. I know I do as a you know, as a safety, we are usually the ones in coverage against tight ends. Um, and, you know, you don't want that guy to have a great day. And so we do a good job of um, our technique and, and matching up well. We got linebackers that cover well when we want to use them uh, on the matchup. And um, I just think we, we match up well. When we want to get in man-to-man and, and play one-on-one, uh, I think we do a good job at it. And and usually when you talk about tight ends, it's your safeties and your linebackers. and. We have athletic linebackers that really don't get mismatched at all, and our safeties obviously do a good job covering as well. What have you seen from him on the tape, and is he any different than any tight ends you face this year? Yeah, he's definitely different. He's one of the better tight ends in this league, and obviously he's getting a lot more targets. Uh, he's probably their best receiver on their team, and he's um, when they want to get some things going, he's who they go to. And you saw it last game in Seattle where – you know, him and Cam Newton pretty much took that game over. Um, and so, you know, you, you look forward to those kind of matchups. Uh, he's been one of the top tight ends in this game for a long time. Um, he's savvy, he can run routes, he catches well. Uh, and so he's, he's definitely somebody we got to look out for. Why has he been so able to build a rapport with, uh, with Walter so quickly? I think we just, we, we both want to be great. And, um, you know, he's a smart player, he's a veteran, he's played football in this league. Um, you know, he looks to me for some of, because this is his first year playing safety, so just some of the things that I know and can teach him, he learns from me. And then there's things that he just naturally does that I try to pull from him. And then we're constantly competing against each other to see who can pretty much make the same play, you know, the most plays. And I think that just makes us better. And, um, you know, it's, it's just fun playing. Next time. Why has it been so difficult for Kings to defend camping as he's taken into another gear? Is it? What is it? I mean, it's not a run. Well, I thought Seattle did a really good job of defending him until the last two drives of the game. You know, he really didn't.
do much the whole game. Um, and then all of a sudden, the last two drives, if you turn it on, he's a totally different quarterback. He made probably about nine throws that were, you know, really good and, and showed um, the, you know, the ability that he has. And I think he's, I mean, he's obviously a quarterback that can run, but he's doing that less and less. And he's he's got a big arm, uh, but now he's doing a good job of delivering the ball. The biggest thing, he's taking care of the football. He's not turning the ball over. So he's not putting his team in harm's way by trying to, um, you know, push to get a play. He, he's just taking what's there. Um, and then obviously when the game's on the line, he does a good job of uh, making plays on his own. For you guys for the secondary, how important is it or how difficult is it to stop him when he extends plays and gives his guys extra time to get open? And if you if you you can put my grandmother out there and have her run a route, if she got six seconds, she might catch it, you know. So uh, it's really hard to cover somebody for that long. And so if he can extend the play, that's where big plays happen. And regardless of who's the quarterback, um, but especially him, you know, if you give him that long to to find an open guy, and then with the speed that they have on the outside, um, that that'd be that'd be dangerous for us. So we definitely got to keep him in the pocket. Uh, we got to make him get rid of the ball. Um, and if he does hold it, we, we got to get him down. In terms of Walt's versatility, how do you match up with somebody that would take you compared with his career? Uh, as far as his versatility, he's the only. He's the only safety I've been matched up with that's played corner. Pretty, oh, he's, he is a corner and now he's playing safety. And so um, he's probably the most versatile player I've, I've played next to. Um, obviously, similar to my storyline, being a corner and moving to safety. Um, and I think from that standpoint, we both kind of see the position from uh, similar viewpoints. But uh, he, he's definitely probably the most versatile I've played with. Is, do you see any similarities with him and D'Amico? Yeah, I mean, we call <laughs> D'Amico Mufasa and Jordan Simba. <laughs> you know, because, I, and it's, it's actually pretty amazing for him to be a rookie and to have the understanding of the defense, uh, what everybody's doing, um, to have the respect and command of the huddle. Um, you know, is that's something that usually takes a while to develop, especially with young guys, but, you know, he has it. And, and when D'Amico went out the other night, um, you know, I just told Jordan, it's your show, you know, run it. And, and he's very, very comfortable with that role and has been doing a great job for us. What, what has EJ brought to the back into that defense with his ability to play nickel, dime, outside? He allows us to get to the matchups that we want. And um, I think that's kind of the storyline of our entire secondary is that you got guys that are all versatile, that can play different positions, and so we can match we can match up, you know, with who we want. We play the Saints. We wanted to put me on Spiller, and that that means that EJ has to play the nickel. Um, last week, I, they wanted me in the slot, and so that means that EJ is playing the dime. And, you know, we can just move guys in around to get the matchups that we want to put us in the best position. And you know, it's it it gives you an advantage as a defense when you you don't have to, you know, worry about one guy only knowing one position, and and then you're stuck with packages that you don't like. You know, I know offensive line is different. Mm -hmm. What can you take from that game? I mean, it's it, you can you can look at what worked, but like you said, there's a different offensive line. Um, I'm sure they're not going to come with the same exact game plan. Um, but I, I think what what you do look at is um, that game got out of hand really early, and so they really had to abandon all the run game that we had to prepare for, and it became a pass only game. 
Um, and with our defense, if it becomes a pass-only game, you know, that's when we can pin our ears back, and that's when I think some of those um, those plays will come when they have to stretch the field. He has to hold on to the ball a little longer, uh, and we allow our front to just pin their ears back. And so, uh, but first things first, we gotta we gotta take care of this run. You know, if our offense doesn't jump up big, then it'll be you know three yards in the cloud of dust type of game, and then obviously they'll take their shots down the field. But um, I think we gotta get ready, ready for this run game. So that film, you just look at it, you know, that's the best case scenario. You know, our offense puts up a bunch of points early in the game and they just have to throw out their playbook and, and pass all day.